Are you thinking it may be time to make a shift or a pivot in your online faith-based business? Or are you wondering if the enemy might be distracting you and keeping you from your God-given calling? Or maybe you're trying to discern if this is just a case of shiny object syndrome or if it's an amazing opportunity that God has sent your way. If you have been asking yourself any of these questions, then this episode is for you. Because the truth is, I have pivoted multiple times in my career as an entrepreneur. And fun little fact, I'm actually in the middle of a shift right now. So all of this to say, I really do understand how confusing and frustrating it can be when you're feeling a pivot in your business coming. But I've also caught myself getting distracted by shiny objects too. So in this episode, we are covering three questions to ask yourself when you're trying to determine if a potential pivot is a distraction or an opportunity. And you're also going to learn different ways that God can communicate with you that it is time to pivot. And you will also learn the difference between a financially wise decision and a shiny object. And then finally, you are going to learn three tips to help you pivot successfully. So let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving, Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. So here's the thing. I have pivoted multiple times in my almost seven-year career as an entrepreneur, or maybe it's more like eight years now. I'm not sure. I can't keep track. But when I first started as an entrepreneur, I started in makeup. I was actually a freelance makeup artist. Then I decided, oh, hey, I want to inspire women. And then from there, I shifted into network marketing. And then I shifted network marketing companies like three times. And then I became a network marketing coach. And then I got certified in life and success coaching. And then I decided to become a coach for coaches instead of only coaching network marketers. And then I decided to start incorporating faith into my business. And I became a quote unquote faith-fueled business coach to help other Christian coaches. And then I decided to broaden that even more with this podcast in terms of helping other Christian entrepreneurs grow online, not just coaches. And so over the last year, I've really been leaning into that specifically, especially with the release of my newest digital products, the Faith Field Business Blueprint and the Daily Sales System Workshop. 
Now, in case you have no idea what I'm talking about, the Faith Fuel Business Blueprint is a 30-day comprehensive guide to help you create, launch, and sell your faith-based digital products and services online. This is a 170-page blueprint that will become your go-to resource to help you finally take action on your God-given calling and monetize your message. Now, if you want to check it out or just go ahead and snag it, you can do so by heading to bit.ly slash faithfueledbusinessblueprint. And I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. And then as for the daily sales system workshop, this is our simple, proactive, and proven funnel system to help you consistently bring in new leads and sales on repeat, all without paying for ads or fancy tech funnels. It basically teaches you exactly what your daily action items are so you can make more sales in your business. So if you want to check that out or go ahead and snag it, you can do so by heading to bit.ly slash DSS workshop. And I'm also linking that in the show notes for you. And the thing is, what God is really calling me to is helping other Christian entrepreneurs stop self-sabotaging, activate a faith-fueled focus, and cultivate a thriving Holy Spirit-led business by stepping into the role of a faith-fueled CEO and basically learning how to operate as a faith-fueled CEO, both spiritually and professionally. And that is what we do inside of the Call to CEO Collective, which is my membership, which I should also mention is getting some incredible upgrades rather soon, but more on that later. I'm just letting you know it is the place to be. Now, if you're not sure what the collective is, it is a community-driven membership for Christian entrepreneurs who believe in the power of claiming their authority in the secret place and in the marketplace and are ready to fully embody their role as a faith-fueled CEO, both spiritually and professionally. So if you want to check it out, you can do so by heading to hannahbrindley.com slash membership. I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. But all of this to say, I really do understand how confusing and frustrating it can be when you're thinking about pivoting in your business. But something I think is important to note is that we are really never going to just arrive. (laughs) We're never going to have it all figured out for the rest of our lives. We're always going to be evolving and growing, right? So that also means our businesses will always be evolving and growing. And I found that it's very easy to let the confusion of not being clear on your direction keep you stuck and hold you back from shifting or taking action in some way. And I'm just being 100% truthful here, okay? There are going to be ebbs and flows of clarity. And I do think it's really important to embrace the uncertainty, to embrace the unknown, to embrace the days when you're actually just not really sure and embrace the fact that everything could shift tomorrow because the truth is nothing stays the same except Jesus, right? But nothing stays the same and that includes your business. So truthfully, What I have really figured out with the seven or eight years of being an entrepreneur now is that the sooner you embrace the shifts and the pivots, the sooner you will have a transformation and ultimately an evolution. So that being said, if you are in a season where you think you need to make a shift or a pivot in your business, then 
you're in the right place, my friend. (laughs) So let's go ahead and dive into the three questions I like to ask myself when I am determining if I'm going to make a pivot in my business, because as we know now, I have pivoted multiple times when it comes to business. (laughs) So the very first question I ask myself is this, has God blatantly told me I need to pivot? Or has he given some confirmations that I need to pivot? Now, this question is really personal to every single person. It can be different for everyone, right? There are some times when I truly believe God has just flat out told me that I need to shift or to pivot. And there have also been some times where I was like, you know, I don't really know what God's telling me, but I'm sensing and seeing that there are these different coincidences and confirmations and he might be speaking to me that way and showing me confirmations that way. And so this is going to look different for every single person and every situation because these confirmations are very specific to the person and the situation, right? So what can these confirmations actually look like? First, these confirmations could look like coincidences. Now, for me personally, I just don't really believe in coincidences all too much. I just think things are divinely orchestrated. So if something appears to be a coincidence, I just get really curious about that. But another way that a confirmation could show up is that it could look like the Holy Spirit speaking through someone else. Or it could even look like seeing the same thing over and over and over again. It could even look like you asking God a question and then it being answered like really soon or through another person or, you know, maybe he just spoke it to you. Now, all of that to say, I do have a couple of examples for you. So the first example is that with this podcast, I had a lot of confirmations about starting a podcast. Now, this isn't necessarily pivoting per se, but I did receive a lot of confirmations where I knew God was leading me to start a podcast. And so some of those confirmations would be people just telling me I needed to start a podcast. So here's the thing. If someone has told you that you need to be doing something without you asking them, like without them being prompted by you, and it's happened multiple times, that might be confirmation, especially if it's something that has already been on your mind. Now, another example is that I once had someone tell me they were thinking about joining my course, Faith Fueled Coach Academy. And a big part of my brand is royalty and stepping into your identity as a queen, as a daughter of the king, right? And so my potential client literally kept seeing crowns everywhere. (laughs) And at the time, they weren't sure if they were 100% going to do it, but they literally kept seeing crowns or the word queen or something royalty themed like a lot within a 48 hour time period. And for them, that was confirmation. So that means the very first question to ask yourself, if you were thinking about pivoting, is has God blatantly told you that you need to pivot? Or has he given you some confirmations that you need to pivot? Or maybe has he told you not to pivot? Or has he given you confirmations not to pivot? You can also ask it that way too. 
So take some time to pray on this question and journal it out because, again, this is something I ask myself and I pay attention to when I am considering pivoting or doing something different. Now that said, let's move on to the second question. And the second question is this, what, if anything, is holding me back? So this question is especially useful to me if I literally keep thinking about making a pivot for an extended period of time, but I just keep holding back for some reason. So for example, I was really nervous to start my coaching business as a network marketing coach because I thought I may not be successful enough in my network marketing business that people may not take me seriously. And y'all, this was just not true. This was not true at all. This was a direct lie from the enemy. And I resisted starting my coaching business for a hot minute. I mean, I had been thinking about starting a coaching business for at least a year before I built up the nerve to actually do it. But Actually, I I think it might have been closer to a year and a half or two years. I don't really remember the exact dates right now, but it was a year or two of me holding back based on this. Now, another example of this is when I was considering infusing faith into my coaching business because I did not start out coaching by being quote unquote faith fueled. I purely focused on business and I even dabbled into new age a bit, which I have since repented of. Thank you, Jesus. But all of this to say, this was a very big pivot. So when I first started coaching, I did not incorporate faith into my business at all. I mean, I posted things about Jesus every once in a while, I think, but not a lot. So when I started thinking that I needed to start infusing faith into my business, I was afraid that I might push people away for talking about Jesus because at the time, I had a lot of people in my community who very blatantly did not believe in Jesus and did not serve Jesus, especially since I did fall into the New Age realm for a little while. Now, the reason that I knew personally that it was time for me to pivot into this was because I knew that the fear of man was getting in the way. And this was actually true for both times I was thinking about pivoting when I switched from network marketing to coaching and when I wanted to infuse faith into business. And the thing is, any fear where you are afraid of something in this physical world is not from God. So when it came to me incorporating faith into my business, I knew that God was calling me to share more about him and me holding back was because I was afraid of scaring people away. And truthfully, I think this is one of the biggest lies the enemy spreads because the enemy literally wants us to keep our mouths shut about Jesus. And in order to do this, he is going to be as deceptive as possible. So he's going to try to use our love for people and our desire to evangelize others against us by basically manipulating us to keep our mouths shut. Because y'all, the entire purpose of our lives is to know Jesus and to make him known. And if the enemy is telling you to keep your mouth shut about him, you have got to recognize that that is a lie. Now, do you have to do this in your business? No, I don't believe you have to do that. But I do believe that God calls each of us to play different roles in the body of Christ. And if he is calling you to share more about him in your business, please do not hold back. 
because you could literally bring someone to Christ or just start a ripple effect of bringing others to Christ just from talking about him. Just from talking about him. The other day, I just saw someone wearing the coolest hoodie in their Instagram stories the other day, and it said, I met Jesus on the internet. Y'all, the really amazing thing about God and the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is going to flow through you. And so even if they don't know Jesus, they may be attracted to you because of the Holy Spirit. And it won't be because of you. It'll be because of the Holy Spirit. So do not let the enemy lie to you about this. Do not believe those lies anymore, okay? So again, the second question was, what, if anything, is holding me back from pivoting? So take some time to journal through this because it's going to help you uncover some things and bring awareness to some potential fears or blocks that you may have. And you may even find that God is telling you not to pivot. And that's okay. That's good. He's leading you. The Lord will reveal this to you in his timing. You have got to trust that. But I do have another question for you to take to the Lord. And that question is, what is my intention for pivoting? Is my intention fueled by faith or by flesh? Now, this is a really deep question, right? And I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now that you may have to do some deep prayer and deep journaling and deep reflection around this. So you can just be really clear with this question and with your intention. And here's the thing. There have been times where I have not pivoted and I had shiny object syndrome and I didn't pivot because it was merely a distraction. And essentially, this shiny object or this distraction was merely a desire of my flesh, right? So this is essentially identifying why you are thinking about pivoting. Are you thinking about pivoting because you think the grass is greener over there or because you're thinking about money or legacy or thinking about yourself? Or are you considering pivoting because you truly want to grow the kingdom of God and fulfill your purpose for the kingdom of God? Now, please hear me when I say this. A wise financial decision is not the same as being flesh fueled and thinking about money or legacy. It is different. And that difference is your heart posture and what God has told you to do, not what your flesh is telling you to do. So what is your intention with pivoting? This is a really crucial question because I think a lot of the time the enemy can tempt you to make decisions based on your worldly desires. So just be very mindful of this. Now, if you find that perhaps you're having a case of shiny object syndrome or you're being fueled by your flesh as opposed to your faith in the Holy Spirit, then I would recommend spending some just additional quality time with the Lord because really it's all about making sure your intentions are in alignment with his and not your flesh. Now, there have also been many times where I have been on the right path or I was about to pivot in my business and my intentions just weren't pure. And I had to check myself and I had to repent of that. And I had to get back in alignment with the Holy Spirit because there are times you're going to be on the right path, but your intentions may not be pure. And so it really does come down to your heart posture. 
So you just have to make sure that this is in alignment with his will over your life. Now, once you go through this and you ask yourself these questions and you've determined that it may be time to pivot, please take the time to be with the Holy Spirit and pray on your next move and how to implement this pivot. Then once you do that, it's time to walk in faith and not in fear. Let go of that fear. If he is calling you into this shift, do not be afraid to take the next step. So all of that said, once you determine that it's time to take action, I do have three tips for you to essentially pivot successfully or to pivot well. So the very first tip I have for you, which probably comes to no surprise, is to determine how your pivot is going to align with your ultimate mission and purpose that God has called you to. As a God-centered entrepreneur, it is so important to keep Christ at the center of your life and your business. And truth be told, it can be so easy to get caught up in business strategy that we ignore the connection we have with the Holy Spirit and make ourselves the center of our business. And I know I have personally done this time and time and time again, and I am not perfect by any means. I have had to consistently repent and bring myself back in alignment with the Holy Spirit because Again, I am human. I am not perfect. So please, 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 as you are pursuing your calling, which is your business, by the way, please make sure that it aligns with your ultimate purpose, which is to know God and to make him known. Now, that is the first tip. And I could just talk about that all day long. (laughs) But the second tip is more of a practical, tangible tip. And it is to begin putting feelers out with simple content. Now, I know this was super helpful for me when I started feeling led to incorporate faith into my business, but there have been times where I have also just gone full force with everything. Like I would just make an announcement post and that was great. But there have also been times where I put feelers out and just very simple content where I started in stories and where I just put polls out just to see what people would think if I started doing it. And I personally found that this is really, really helpful because it's not like you're taking this like huge giant step. You're just putting feelers out there. And also it's not just for you. It's also really great to warm up your audience. It's like you're warming them up and preparing them for a shift. And so you can start in stories and then you can actually just move to a grid post here and there. This is what I did when I first started coaching. I started sharing a little bit more about the behind the scenes in business. I started sharing, you know, a bit of business tips as opposed to the typical makeup posts because I was with a beauty network marketing company at the time. So I slowly started incorporating that kind of content into my strategy. And like I mentioned before, I also did this when I was thinking about infusing faith into my business. I started with my stories and I just talked about Jesus more in there. And I started showcasing my Bible study. And then I started asking questions and you know, posting polls like, would you like to learn a little bit more about my faith? Or would you like me to talk more about my relationship with Jesus here? Or would you like to see more of this? And so it started warming my audience up for this. So I do think this tip is going to be super useful for you. Now, moving on to the third tip I have for you, if you have decided that pivoting is the right move, is that you will want to redefine your ideal clients, pains, fears, and desires. Now, this does depend on how much of a pivot you're making, but personally, I found that with every pivot I've made, 
I have needed to reevaluate my ideal client's pains, fears, and desires. Now, the pains, fears, and desires of your ideal client are talked about a lot in the online space, but I'm here to remind you that it is truly so important because understanding the deep and surface level pains, fears, and desires of your ideal clients will ultimately help you create exceptionally valuable content for them. And essentially, you will be able to attract your ideal clients to you much more efficiently and effectively if you know their pains, fears, and desires. And here's the thing. If you need help with this, or maybe you're looking for some mentorship and some support as you are pivoting in your business, and you want to make sure you're keeping God at the center of your business, then I have just the thing for you, my friend. With the Holy Spirit leading the way, I created the Call to CEO Collective just for you so you can finally cultivate a thriving Holy Spirit-led business. The Collective is a community-driven membership for Christian entrepreneurs who believe in the power of claiming their authority in the secret place and in the marketplace and are ready to finally stand out and sell out online. It's time to break through self-sabotage, activate a faith-fueled focus, and find a community of like-minded Christian women who just get it. You and your business, brand, or ministry will be so supported when you immerse yourself in the life coaching curriculum and community. And yes, I said life coaching. And yes, this is at a low ticket price point. So that said, if you want to learn all the nitty gritty details or go ahead and join us at the current rate, you can do so by heading to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. And I will also link that in the show notes for you. And I really hope to see you inside. Bye, friend. Hey, CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.